Lucy, here we are. Are you 84? 84, and we are knocking on the door to 100. This is incredible. 84th yes. episode, and they, you know, they've been going so well. I mean, it gets smoother and smoother. Our segues, our interviews, it's just been incredible. Yeah. What do you think about being at episode 84? I think we need to get planning for 100 because it's going to be here in about 32 seconds. We're only 16 away. I have this dream. Make it good. You're okay. going to make it to Philly and you and I can do some type of a partial live remote from the steps for the podcast. Okay. Wouldn't that be great? It would be. We got to do the math and figure out where in the year it is, because if it's in the middle of January, I know. guess I who's know. not coming? <laughs> I know you're one of those people that hate the cold and the ice and the snow. Although right now the heat, what, what are we, we're going to be hitting a 101, I think in a couple of days. So I'm like, oh, we won't be going Yikes. out anywhere. Yeah, hot, hot, hot Yikes. stuff. Hey, I wonder how hot it was back in 1984. What was, was Ooh. it hot in that year? I, it was hot for a few reasons. Yes. I mean, Stallone was, he was heating up the screens. What do you, what's, what was happening in Stallone's life back then? All right. Well, he was in one of your favorites of Stallone's. Ready? Boom. Rhinestone with Dolly Parton, 1984. I mean, if you don't love Sylvester Stallone and Dolly Parton together, you're just un-American, all right? You're just not They're right adorable. in the head, pal. I love I mean, them so much. So here's this: the movie Rhinestone. Mm -hmm. It used for 20 years, got so much hate and anger, right? It got a ton of it. And then, you know, Sly did Rocky Five, and everybody stopped thinking about Rhinestone. And they were mm -hmm. like, hmm, maybe Rocky Five. Not, not me. I love Rocky Five. Everybody knows I love Rocky Five. But some fans do find Rocky Five to be the, 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 the weakest. So, anyways, I have a funny little thought. Uh, two quick thoughts, really. What I want, uh, so I'll tell you this. When Rhinestone was out in theaters, I did see it in theaters. I did. But in 1984, another movie came out that had me more captivated than a Stallone movie. And that movie would be who you gonna call? Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Yes, love. So, yes, yes. I saw Ghostbusters five times before I saw Rhinestone once. Now, okay. People can surmise what they will. You want to say Ghostbusters is better than Rhinestone? Whatever. I'm. I'm not here to debate that. I'm saying right? go, I am a huge Ghostbusters fan. Huge. Love. I have a bunch of Ghostbusters yes. toys in the other room. I love this movie. Okay. So when I got to see Rhinestone. I immediately fell in love with it. Okay, I did. For those of you who don't know what Rhinestone is, Sylvester Stallone is a New York City cab driver and Dolly Parton is a country Western star. And she's trying mm -hmm. to buy back her contract from her scumbag okay. manager. And they make yeah. a bet. And Dolly yeah. Parton says she could turn the next person that walks right in front of her into a yes. country Western star. She's yes. that good and she wants to go on her own. <laughs> and the guy agrees to it, right? So... <laughs> Stallone crashes his cab right in front of Dolly Parton because he's looking at Dolly Parton, okay? Right, because so he's he not. Crashes, <laughs> yeah, right. So this is who Dolly now has to, and so a whole thing ensues. I'd like to play one minute. I'm not a big fan of long videos, but I do want to play this one minute because I want to talk a little bit more about Rhinestone because I love this movie so much. Uh, would you just hit that, Stace, for me?
pills and sheep With your powder and perfume If you don't have some understanding Don't be knocking on my door If you don't want to play in my fantasy Stay out of my bedroom Baby, if you can't take the heat If you want it Come on and get it, baby Satisfaction guaranteed I'm a pleaser Free and eager I ain't never had as much as I need If you want it Come on and get it If it's perfect, don't complain to me All right, so listen, I that is not the best version of that. There's other videos on YouTube you can check out and see. Do yourselves a favor. Go watch that movie. Now, that's just a little clip at the end of the movie. And mm -hmm. I relate this to The Pretender tremendously, uh -huh. tremendously. Because yes. Sly goes out. Nick, his character's name is Nick Martinelli. And he goes out on stage right. and he has to sing without Dolly Parton. Okay, he has to do it on his own. And he bombs. The first time he goes out to sing in front of the crowd with that ridiculous rhinestone outfit on. Okay. And I actually got to see that rhinestone outfit many years ago. We went to vacation down in Myrtle Beach and there's a plant of Hollywood there. And they right. had the rhinestone thing. I have a picture somewhere. Maybe we can. Oh, there it is. Look at that, Stacy. There it is. <laughs> there, there I am standing in front Perfect. of the case in plant of Hollywood. Okay, great. I had it. Right. So, anyways, uh in the pretender. I bomb in the restaurant and then I regroup and come out and things are a little bit better. So mm -hmm. for Sylvester Stallone is Rocky and Rambo. People think, you know, how, the set of cojones Stallone has to do country Western singing. And yeah. I mean, Stallone is not a singer. He's not. Right. right. He can hold a note though. He really can. I think he, he can. can. And he also yeah. holds a note in paradise alley when he opens up the movie too close to paradise. I mean, that's right. one of my favorite scenes jumping rooftop to rooftop. Anyways, right. I can still recall uh, many of the lyrics, Drinkenstein, Ryan, yep. uh, that, that one, uh, Stay Out of My Bedroom. I mean, these are, these are, this is a movie that captured me at a time in my life where I was starting to experience life, no longer as a kid, but as mm -hmm. a teenager. And I remember buying the cassette tape of Rhinestone. And when we had our basement refinished in my parents' house, uh, my dad had this wainscoting put up, but no, it wasn't even wainscoting. I think it was actual planks of wood that okay. I had to stain by hand. It was about 300 pieces of wood that were three or four feet long that we put around the whole perimeter of the, 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 the main TV room in the basement. And so I remember being down there. The, a new concrete floor had just been poured. The drywall was up. We hadn't painted yet. And I just had my recorder down there playing the rhinestone music over and over on my summer right. school vacation as I'm staining mm -hmm. it. And it just ingrained in my head. I love rhinestone. I will watch rhinestone maybe more than some other Rocky movies. But, yeah, the thing was I saw Ghostbusters five times before I went to see rhinestone, a Stallone movie. Which what, wow. I mean, do you think I'm less of a fan now for that? No, I, I, that's not possible. Number one, there's no way I can think that. <laughs> but it's, it's funny because I remember going, I was so traumatized by Rocky three, especially everything that was going on with my ah. aunt and then seeing Rocky three. Okay. And, and then Mickey dying in Rocky three. And, and then my aunt had just died. So 
like Rocky three is forever married to the death of my aunt Joan. And so, okay. So I'm in the middle of Rocky three, bawling my eyes out, finally understanding, really getting what death means because of the Mickey scene. Right. So then rhinestone comes out. I was so relieved to see Stallone in a fun, happy, goofy, yep. silly, fun movie because totally. I, I, anytime I thought of Rocky three, I just wanted to bawl my eyes out. Don't know. I, I know. Love, I know. I love Rocky, uh, Rhinestone, pardon me. Uh, yeah. Rhinestone was just simply brilliant. And in 1984, I was going through my own trials and tribulations. Mm -hmm. I remember I was working at Burger King in 1984. Okay. And I, not too shortly before that, I had discovered a co species on the planet girls. <laughs> girls are the most amazing thing in the world. They're, they're right up there with oxygen. Girls yeah, right. will take you as high as you can go and as low right. as you can go, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So my whole theme, my whole goal was to hook the hot girls up with French fries. Okay. Hey, food that would work with me. Food free fries. <laughs> there were several girls that really loved the free fries, but yes. they didn't appreciate me. And so it got me absolutely nowhere uh, other than fired for giving all the pretty girls free French fries. But I had a, I was thinking French fries, French as it's romantic and the girls. Yes. Like, oh, French fry. Oh, this Mikey, he's so sophisticated. He's so romantic. No, he smells like grease and burgers. <laughs> no. That's that's that little thing there. I just thought that would be kind of interesting. 1984, man. That seems like 10,000 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, it's not like we have birthdays or anything. You know what I mean? No. It was fun to surprise you with our little birthday video. Good job, everybody. I just wanted so, to say awesome yeah. job. Oh, boy. So, okay. Let me just a yeah. little bit. I'm just going to talk. I'm still not really prepared to talk about this in in the way that it affected me i i still i uh i i need i need a couple days off to actually reflect and write my thoughts down and i i right after my birthday i had to go back right back to doing tours so yeah so i'm not going to single any one person out on the videos because if i say one person i don't say another person's name then they're gonna be like well didn't you like mine so i don't right. want to do i don't want to do that because i loved right. each and every one of them and mm -hmm. so far i've either uh, a DM'd text message called or voice message a bunch of people so far. And I yeah. plan on getting uh, more of it and Bomberito. I haven't gotten a Bomberito yet, but I love that guy. I really yeah. do. I mean, he really has a, he has a heart about the size of the empire state building. So yes, he does. I, and I'm due to call him. I, I haven't, I haven't called him yet. So I, I, I got to pick up the phone, just call him. So I think I have a day or two coming up uh, that I'll be off and I, I'm going to talk to him, but everyone Everybody had a name for you, but the one who wins, if I have to pick one, yeah. is is Mark Bomarito, the heavyweight champion of Rocky fans. That this, was 100% yeah. true. It was. It was. Mm -hmm. It was. It was very. But the thing I loved about bomberito is that he wrote down notes so he would hit all his yes. points yes for someone to take time out of their day stacy to mm -hmm. write down notes so mm -hmm. i knew their thoughts and feelings right. are you are you kidding me 
you know, I'm a person who lives by the rule of waiting for the other shoe to drop. Mm-hmm. I I never, ever think my life is going to go smooth or, or well or whatever. So that always hampers and dampens everything, how I see everything. Even yeah. right now, I that's how I see life. But those videos, those videos that you put together, Stacey, you did an amazing mm-hmm. job with Thank the you. music and the editing and working and getting people to send them in because I know people don't always send things in at the same time. Some people right. are late. They don't make it or whatever. Right. And, and I understand that. I mean, that's just life. Life happens. Right. But uh, you and I have had, I don't know, 12, 13,000 conversations <laughs> about my insecurities yeah, and I how I see things. And so mm-hmm. uh, I remember I was right over there on the treadmill on my birthday. And then I was watching a little TV as I was walking. And Sue came down the stairs and her eyes were filled with tears and I could see she was very emotional. And I thought, "Uh Oh, what did I do now? <laughs> Jesus. And I, I'm, I'm going through my brain. Like, uh, Oh, what did I do? Okay. What did I do? No, no, no. I, didn't do I that. took out the trash. I yeah, made I dinner. The trash, I didn't do that. <laughs> I, I don't know what happened. I flushed the toilet. The toothpaste's cap is back on. I don't know what. And she just looks at me. She goes, do you see, do you see? what you mean to people and i'm on the treadmill i'm trying to stay focused on my workout i go no you're right i get it i i see it and it's it was one of the few times stacy in my 55 years that i said to my i allowed myself to say you know what mike what you do has value you matter as a as an individual and what you do you have purpose you help these people fulfill these lifelong moments and whether Mm -hmm. it's the tour or whether it's the podcast that we talk about and Mm -hmm. i think you said something it might have been in a post a video or our last podcast that i helped to bring sylvester a little closer to us and and all that really started resonating with me and when i saw the video when i watched the video it was very early on my birthday it was like six o'clock at 6 30 i don't know 6 45 Mm-hmm. And I, I watched it down here and I, I was crying. I was very emotional. I really felt the love for maybe the third time in my life from people that I uh, that I allowed it in. And yeah. so uh, I did a, a little thank you video back, which I don't think was quite enough. And I do want to talk about this a little bit more. And uh, I just want to tell everyone I their birthday messages. I I'm just not ready to talk about it yet because it, they were that beautiful. Each and every one of you were amazing. And I I didn't realize that I had that place in your hearts for me. I didn't, me? I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. I'm never in the moment. One of my biggest problems is I don't live in the moment. When I do my tours, I'm worried about the next fact I'm going to say. I'm worried mm-hmm. about my facial expressions. I'm worried, am I mm-hmm. energetic enough? Am I, am I, is it too cool in the car? Is it too hot? Mm-hmm. I'm worried about everything. I'm never in the moment. Even my time with Stallone, I'm never in the moment. I'm always worrying about something. And I don't know how to be any other way. I wish I could be. I wish I could live more in the moment because I know in the end of my life, I'm not going to be worrying about the temperature. I'm not going to be worrying about the way I look or sound. I'm going to be trying to remember all the good times I had. So that, that is something I'm trying to work on. And um, I don't know, uh, everybody helped me with that on my birthday, which was an incredible gift. So thank you. You, this is, this speaks to how some of our childhood experiences just stick to us like Velcro. Because, ah, yeah. Because for you not, 
to get what you're saying. Oh, I didn't even realize. Uh, we're out here going, he didn't realize. Are you no. kidding? How could he not realize it? To, to us, it's like, we, everyone's so grateful and you are a bridge. But even outside being a bridge to Stallone in, in Rocky, I mean, you're just good to the people around you. You know what I mean? People, you're just, you're very loving to your family, your friends. You're very loyal. Those are things that people don't have such simple, you know, character traits loyalty and in kindness yeah, and lo you know, loyalty is a tough word loyalty is a big tough word i think kindness is a big tough word um these are these are things i think everybody thinks about in in mm -hmm. their lives and they think man I mean, am i really do i really live up to those standards do i really live up to what <laughs> uh the, the philosophies of rocky and and i know myself i know i don't i don't live up, but i try well, and that's right. the thing ultimately to kind of bring all of this back around i think ultimately one of the great things about rocky is that we failed today we failed yesterday but tomorrow maybe we won't fail as much right. maybe we'll remember to put deodorant on maybe we'll remember <laughs> to brush our teeth Okay, <laughs> we don't have to fail every single day. We can get better in increments. So, anyways, Stacy, I love and adore you. I swear Aww. to God, I do. I will thank scream that from the rooftops all the time. <laughs> you always have a special place in my heart, and for you to oh, put that together, you. and for all oh. of our people watching to do yeah. it, I love you all so much. So, thank you. Oh well, we all love you one hundred percent. And I was just, I was so excited. I wanted to surprise you. I wanted to surprise Sue. I wanted to surprise your parents. You know, I wanted the family to see yeah. what you meant to all of us. You know what I'm Thank saying? You. And ha have it be a surprise for all of them. And this video may have been more like 24, 25 minutes because. Really? I, oh, yeah. Let me tell you, there was at least five or six other folks apologizing. I am so sorry. I meant to get this to you. But, you know, we're so crazy busy. And, and Everybody. I, there's no judgment because I know how busy I am. And I'm like, no worries. And so I, I know that there was a few that um, were going to send you a personal message or a video. But Ronnie Dale sent one. Ronnie to me. Dale, my man. I love Ronnie. So I love Ronnie Dale. Talk about another big heart. Um, love this guy. So I wanted to surprise you with this one more okay. uh, video. Hang on. Hey, Mike. Good morning. It's like 6.40 here in Las Vegas. I just wanted to wish you a happy birthday, bro. I apologize that I get didn't get this sent out to you sooner. I've been uh, having to do a lot of house repairs. Not a lot, but some house repairs that are have been a little more uh, time consuming than expected. And this is after work. Um, God, I just I just want to let you know, Mike, that you are an awesome brother, man. You got a brother in me for the rest of your life, man. Like one day when we die and we're in heaven, we will be running up the rocky steps in heaven. If it, if it existed, we'll be able to hang out with Mick and whatnot and and our our loved ones that you know that we've that have passed on before us. Anyway, man enjoy today you deserve it you are a phenomenal person i thank god for you i think that i have a brother in you you definitely have a brother in me uh hopefully one of these times you'll be able to come out here to vegas and we can hang out definitely if i'm in philly i'm hitting you up um take today in man and and through the years even though you haven't felt very accepted and and valued Know that you got a whole community that absolutely loves and adores you, man. Have a blessed day. Take this in. Take this moment in. Keep punching. Mm. <laughs> Ronnie Dale. 
<laughs> I'm not crying. You're There's crying. There's no crying to... on the Rocky Files. <laughs> oh, See? God. No, that, that's... You know, Ronnie is, is one of those infectious personalities. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, his whole family was absolutely lovely and beautiful and kind mm -hmm. and accepting and and ronnie i mean i'll never forget i think it was it was either last I th last year or the year before i can't remember ronnie i'm, I'm sorry sometimes things run together mm -hmm. we wanted you want to do another tour but i couldn't do it i was double booked and right. in the afternoon you were up at mickey's gym and i saw you across the street and we were yeah i, I it got so busy and so crazy i miss you and and i i don't know if i'll be out to vegas anytime soon yeah. But if you come back to Philly, as soon as you know your times, call me. Yeah. Let me know. Let's go to dinner at the Victor's. Okay. Let's try to plan it out because I would love nothing better than to see you. Thank you so much for the birthday wishes. It's heartfelt. Thank you. Yeah. Good. Uh, I have a knock at the door. Listen, do we, are, we have a new assistant. Her name is Gretchen. Barbara yes. was failing. Barbara left the guest there too long. We had to let yeah, her go. Did you, yeah. Can you send Gretchen <laughs> down to get her? Okay. So we have Adam James. Wait till you hear this story. This young man, he's young, 1985. So he came uh, in after a lot of the Rocky films were already out. Rocky four uh, Rambo it, two. Yeah. Rambo yeah. two and Rocky four, I should say. Yeah. Nice. Yep. So he uh, he had his dad to catch him up. Let's bring him in here. Mm. Hey, Adam. How are you? Hi, uh, Mike. It's, I just want to say uh, I'm I'm sorry. I, I was kind of taking a little bit of a break from um, social media. I missed it, but I mean, I have your Blu-ray here that I have, <laughs> and your no, uh, you don't book. So oh, come you, on. someday Hi, I want to do the tour, but um, but I am a oh, huge fan great. of yours as well. Oh, thanks, man. I really appreciate that. That is so sweet. I, there's no other word I can use other than sweet. I know it's it's somewhat of an effeminate uh, description, it's but perfect. I love I, I love that. I, it's just it's so touching because, as you know, I never had really a lot of friends that understood me. And right. so here you are. I mean, thank you very much. And welcome to the podcast. Thanks for tuning in and spending some time with me and Stacy. Absolutely. You know, Adam, I um, was taking a look at some of these pictures and and I'm like, OK, well, how about that? Here's the oh, whole family. Look how beautiful that family is. Yeah, that's Absolutely a few years old. Oh, you guys well, great. It's, when was this? How long ago is this? Uh, this is a great I'm picture. guessing that's probably four or five years. Great, great picture. Well, thank you so much for uh, going on to our guest form and filling that out. And you filled out things with a lot of thought and you took a lot yeah. of time. And um, I just wanted to have you start uh, with with some of the things you discussed. You went through a very serious illness as a very young man. Do you want to start there and tell us that story? Um, sure. So, uh, I mean... I, just with the illness part, I was um, seven, eight, yeah, it's eight years old, sorry. And I was having trouble walking. Like I just, my mom would say like, I would be walking away from school like an old man or when I got in the car, I'd have to lift my leg up. And um, we went to a lot of doctors around the area. I was in a smaller town and um, couldn't really figure anything out. We ended up at U of M, I'm from Michigan. And mm -hmm. I got diagnosed with uh, leukemia. and mm -hmm. Um, through that, the bone marrow in my back got so weak that it actually fractured in three spots. Mm -hmm. So 
that went from, so the next three years, so that's like second grade for the next three years or so, it would be, you know, back brace, uh, chemotherapy. I never had to get any radiation. Um, I mean, not that you ever want cancer, but from what my uh, doctors would say that if you had to get it, I had pretty much the best, you know, case scenario. Um, Right, right. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I got, I mean, I, I need to wrap my head around this. I know. Too young you, for this. Yeah. You're in second grade and you get diagnosed with leukemia. Right. Mm-hmm. So you're probably too young to understand the ramifications of that, right? Absolutely. That's actually um part of later in life when it kind of mortality kind of hit me. That's what brought in a lot of anxiety, like anxiety and yeah. later because you kind of realize like what happened. <laughs> Yeah. How, let me let me ask because I and and I, we're gonna go through everything with you, but I like this is really striking to me. So, how did your family handle that? Like, like mm. what what? And I know this so that's second grade, so like you probably can't remember exactly. Right. What's your takeaway from how the parents handle that? Um. My, so you know a lot. You know I've it's you know you have a lot of flashes of memories. You know than more. Sure. Yeah. I mean, my dad was a. Uh, I mean, part of the reason probably Rocky like in Schwarzenegger, Van Damme, all those eighties action figures. My dad was a bodybuilder and he was always, you know, Mr. Strong. Yeah. Seeing him break down, uh oh. I remember when they were telling us that was kinda like I just remember that being like, okay, this is not this is something serious. You know, this is not your normal like flu type thing. Right. Um my mom was more the reassurance. She actually said like once it had been so long of not knowing what was going on that once we had a, okay, this is what it is. She actually felt relieved because now, okay, we can do something about it. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, It gives you a plan. It gives you a treatment plan, sure. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay, all right. Go ahead. Pick up after that. I'm sorry. I just wrap my head around that. That's that's insane to me. Yeah, I mean, it's just a lot of uncertainty. You know, you didn't really, like I said, I didn't really grasp it until later in life. But, um, I mean, I remember, like, you know, talking, I mean, I can't remember a point in my life not seeing Rocky. He was just always on. I don't, you know, I kind of <laughs> right. wish I could go back and remember seeing, you know, the first four ever for the first time. Um, but, you know, that would be something that I would always be watching there. But um, so after, after the diagnosis, the treatment, everything was successful, then it left me with a point where, you know, I hadn't really played, I hadn't really been able to play heavy or anything. I was quite overweight. I was like, at ninth grade, I was like 250. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And then I had to deal with, you know, trying to lose weight to get to, you know, talking about girls earlier in the show, you were like, you know, all of a sudden that's becoming a thing and you don't want right. to be. Um, and there were a couple incidents that happened that made you feel embarrassed. So then yep. that, uh, that started the um, exercise. And I mean, uh, we, you know, Rocky threw us through it all, you know, like, I mean, yeah. like I remember, you know, I was in health class and we had to get up and put our weight up in front of the whole class in ninth grade. And I was at the very bottom or the heaviest one. And I'm like, right. I went home that day and this is back, you know, I mean, I'm third, I'm 37, but I went home. I had all the CDs. I made a blank uh, of their soundtracks. I made a blank, took a blank tape and copied the song, all the Rocky songs. And then I just started trying to walk and run every other block to those music. Yeah. Okay. So, Stacy, did you just hear what he just said? What mm-hmm. he said is the absolute perfect <laughs> definition of perseverance. Yes. Walk and run. All right. So you're heavier. It running is 
out full time. You that you can't your right. body you need it's not going to happen. But what can you do? What mm-hmm. can you do? You can walk and then yeah. run a block and then walk a block and run a block. That my friend is incredibly impressive to do mm-hmm. that because it's so debilitating when you mm-hmm. have all the thoughts in your brain of where you are not at mm-hmm. and you want to get there and it seems like it you got to climb Everest to get to the top of this mountain. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, but then you get there through perseverance. I, I just, I had to acknowledge that. I'm sorry. That's yeah. amazing. Amazing. But to me. Beyond that, Adam, you know, this right here reminds me of, you know, it's not about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward and not blaming him or her. Like chemo, many people are overweight after chemo because chemo completely destroys your metabolism. So having a weight problem after chemo is, is a very common thing. So some people could just sit back and be like, well, you know, well, this is how I'm heavy because of my chemo and do all this excuse making, you know, and you're like, no, one way or the other, Rocky music's going to motivate me. And, And then you said, by the time you went from 250 to 175, very right, slowly right. over a couple years. So yep. I love that. I love that you use the Rocky music and you didn't use excuses to get out of it, to the, get out of that hard work, which is in a way doubly hard because now you're, you're fighting against a very poor metabolism as well. So. Yeah. And you know, I, I guess for, I never like, you know, when I hear that it's kind of like, well, I mean, it, there are great things to say, but part of me is like, well, I just was like, okay, I got to do something about this. What's the one, you know, what's, right. uh, what do I have control over? <laughs> and, and, you right. know, yes. step by step. I mean, um, yes, yeah. I say that all the time. What right. is it you can't control? You can't do that. You can't do this, but what is it that we have about ourselves? Right. Yeah. Oh my God. It's, I love that. So tell us about your introduction to Rocky. That was dad. I know you said that yeah. it's, he, he kind of always was, which right. I get that too, <laughs> but tell us about your first impressions and the things that made you go, Oh my gosh. Or wow. Yeah. I mean, it's funny, you know, um, this, there's like, how do I, uh, how do I say this? Um, Rocky has meant different things to me from different mm-hmm. points in my life as a young kid. I mean, before five came out, I mean, I had, I would have, it was all the action. It was the music. It was, you know, the training. So, you know, you would, I'd have toy gloves and I'd be imitating the movies in front of the TV. Um, I mean, I still remember going to the four screen theater to see five. I was five years old. And I mean, I'll never forget that. That was the first time I got to see Rocky come across the screen and it had, you know, the pictures of Drago and Rocky and just, I mean, that's something I'm hugely passionate about five is I don't understand why that one gets any criticism, but you know, um, then as life went on, you know, like I was talking, thinking about this, I've got two young kids and like, I look at the hero, you know, I like the superhero movies, but, um, no one, I don't think kids today can be like, I'm going to be Iron Man. I'm going to be Captain America. I, I mean, kind of like how Mike, you said it, I wanted to be Rocky, but it wasn't that I wanted to be champion of the world. That wasn't it. I wanted right. to have that personality, you know, like, I mean, whether it's the way he treats people, the way that, um, you know, the way he stays true to his faith, even when everything goes down, the, the, um, like everything goes bad for him. The, uh, I mean, there's just so many personal qualities. Like I want to be that. I mean, I'm in high school. I had a leather coat. I carried around a black handball. I mean, you know, and other people didn't necessarily know that what I was, uh, like where these, like 
somebody looked at me might not go hey that's he's doing this because of rocky which was pretty cool when i found you know i uh, heard about you and and uh so hey i'm not the only one that did this right um, this guy's nuts too he's out, he's out of scranton pennsylvania and this guy's nuts right we're okay let's yeah. get together right <laughs> Um, you know, even something I was thinking about recently, because like I was said, after I got uh, kind of realized what I went through and then learning like, OK, I've always had anxiety, but like where it comes from. I mean, one thing that I uh, that when in Rocky three, this is something I've been thinking about a lot more when he when, you know, he's on the and he's constantly thinking back on well, he's thinking about the fight that he's going to be having with Clubber Lang. And it always used to bug me continuity wise why he was envisioning why he was envisioning something that hadn't happened yet right because he's seeing right. images but then i realized and maybe this is what's cool about i mean when art comes out it gets interpreted i look at that now as like that's his fear so then when that happens he's facing that fear right, right, and then he's right. moving past it um and those types of things are like even as i go through life today is still what i'm constantly thinking back on mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. totally uh, totally. And that that really is a very accurate interpretation of wanting to be Rocky. It's not that you want to be heavyweight champion. It's not that you want to have a driveway filled with Lamborghinis, Ferraris and a pet robot. You want you want that that personality. You want <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> excuse me. You want to be able to handle the world like Rocky would. Stacy was very famous early on in the podcast you're saying a, a phrase what would rocky do and and it's something that i think resonates daily with a lot of us rocky fans what would right and so all right we're not we can't be a boxer we're not going to be an actor or a class a world-class actor or whatever but what can we do that's close to the rocky personality and so far my friend you're nailing it yeah <laughs> 100 nearly yeah started when you were two okay right. <laughs> I like your point about the anxiety and, and how, you know, courage isn't the absence of fear, right? you know, and it, and that is, that is so true. People have to realize in these moments where you do come up against what would Rocky do and then doing it, you right. can still have tremendous fear, tremendous anxiety, and then you still go for it and you still shoot for it. And whether you fall on your face or not really doesn't matter, but you, you tried, you, right. you kept going and that that's very Rocky. And I think people expect to have courage in the absence of fear. And that's not, that's not it. That's no. not what makes courage, courage. Right. I am. Um, I know that this has been said before, but like, to me, the, per, the thing is like in Rocky one, when he gets knocked down in the 15th round and mm -hmm. or 14th round, and he, um, you know, stands back up and you know Powell's waving his hands and you just see Rocky like yeah. come on like that's what you know it's like it doesn't matter like you just want to say okay I'm still here keep going I, like throw the next thing at me I'll still yep. be here at the end of it yeah, yeah you're still there until you're not there that's right. it so you have we all have two choices we we all I was just talking to a friend about this uh, just a, guy a few days ago you could lay down and in the fetal position and mm -hmm. woe is me or you can do a little bit of that, and then the bigger part is throw more at me. Okay, come right. on, throw more at me. And that's that's the thing. Uh, that's what I love to see about people. I always, I, I'm a type of guy that I like to accept 
what has happened negatively around me. Let me accept that. Let me process that. And then let me come out and push back against it. Let me deal with it. But acknowledging the issues that happened to you, I think, is, is very uh, uh, important. And it just seems like you've gotten that entire message and then some. I mean, uh, and, and, and I got to say this. I don't know if any of you are a fan of the old TV show Lost. Okay. But I'm looking at you, Adam, and you remind me exactly of Matthew Fox, who played Jack, the doctor on the island. I'm I'll looking at you. It. That's all I'm looking at, it. Matthew Fox. I'm telling you. Oh, to, I'm going to have to put up a picture of him. Do a, you know what, Stacey? I'm going to send you a side-by-side -side comparison. As a matter of fact, there it is right now. Look at how much he looks like him. Amazing how I just put that in. <laughs> How you just cut that in at the right time, Stacey. I will send that. Awesome. Awesome. Um, yeah, I don't think I've watched Lost. You know, I have a question for you. I'm always amazed by how children persevere through things that as adults, we just, we can't imagine facing as adults, never mind as kids. And now that you're an adult, when you're facing something, does, does the experience of everything that went along with leukemia as a young person now say you faced some big thing four years ago does it cause anxiety or does it, or do you go eh, well you know i already beat leukemia when i was eight so this is easy like how, how does it translate yeah. now mm. um i this might sound a little so i mean i've actually you know thought a lot about this i've done reading you know a different counseling but i mm. do believe that we take things that happen to us when we're kids that we can't handle. I do believe that gets bottled up inside of us. Um, and then when things come up, like it's an alarm that comes off. So like, you know, if, if you're dealing with whatever stressful situation, I think those feelings come up eventually. Um, and then like for me, my brain will start to the hyper focus on that and, you know, obsess about what's going on because I'm trying to calm that fear that uh, was, there as a kid that you just didn't know what to do with yes. um so i think it comes up in different ways i don't necessarily go i don't believe like i i go oh i can take this because i'd be cancer i don't i don't have that mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um i think unfortunately it kind of proved at a young age that the world isn't a safe place where uh maybe you had to face that more than when you know other people that didn't have to deal with that so then that kind of um as I, as you get older, that kind of stays with you that you need, like that, the, 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 you have to be careful. You have to, you know, make sure you're doing everything to take care of yourself, to protect, you know, to keep the ones that are around you close to you and protected because you feel like you could, uh, I mean, lose things easily. I think, uh, I don't know if that answers your question, but. No, it does. Um, and I have, I have a little thing to add to that because we have a young man in our, in an, our family and in and around our circle who, um, He's only in his early 20s, and he just got through cancer treatment a couple of years ago, and, and he's been clear now for a couple of years, and we're all very relieved. But he would agree with you, and I I, I do, I may make him, um, you know, kind of tune in for this, uh, right. because he he really admonishes himself, I think, um, for, for the anxiety that goes around it, just him entering the hospital, just right. the checkup, you know, every three months yeah, and every bet. six yeah. months, the anxiety that goes along with that, it, it's, um, 
I think for him just to hear it's normal oh, and yeah. then also also to know that um, to to expect that and, and to be prepared for that even as you get into your 30s that, right. that this well, will creep in I mean I didn't uh, I, I mean it didn't really set in like so I mean I was diagnosed at eight three years later you know last treatment and then it wasn't until so I was 94 I was diagnosed it wasn't until probably 2009 or 10 I'm at work and somehow we're, I'm talking to a co-worker and I this the his, my history came up and I said and he go and I, I mean even saying this now it can spark a little bit he's like well you never know what can be hiding inside your body and I'm not kidding at that moment that thought then just like it was just like okay here's something you're going to be obsessing about for the next right. you know how many years and that's where I mean I think even like the physical fitness um you know and even today, like, I mean, today I was working out listening to Hearts on Fire, but it's like, you're, it's, okay, I, like, that's where the mental, like, I'm like, I, it's like my checkpoint. I know that if I'm, if I went out and run or I went to the gym and I was able to lift, I know I'm feeling okay. Like, it's that little bit of reassurance that, you know, um, that, uh, I, mentally I need it. I mean, even I was thinking, I mean, I, it's, I mean, I know you guys can understand, but even like, you know, I was kind of, today is the first day of school, kids are getting older, a little emotional, and I'm driving to the gym and I'm like uh, thinking about that line in Rocky Balboa, you know, it's like, it's this beast inside. It's like, there is always going to, I mean, I there there is this always going to be that little bit of fear that things are the unknown, but you got to find a way to channel it, cha you know, channel it, do something uh, find your way to deal with that, whatever that might be. It's almost be. like it's PTSD to a degree. Yeah, oh, it, yeah, yeah, I would say some trauma type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's phenomenal that you're that you're able to find the strength to push past that, and that Rocky has assisted in that arena of combat, yeah. mental combat. Oh. That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, I sorry, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I love how Rocky and the Rocky music is a touch point for your physical health. And yeah. I think what I heard you saying is I turn on this music, I can still work out, I can run, I can lift, yeah. I'm healthy. And, and right. this and that Rocky keeps you in that mindset. And mind over matter is a real thing. They've scientifically proven that right. that mind yeah. over matter is a is a real thing. So you keep that Rocky music playing because if it keeps you in that I am healthy, I am young, I am able, right? That's where that music puts you then you keep it on because it, it will make a difference in your health as you age. Right. I mean, Mike, I don't know if you ever got my email. I mean, sure you get a lot, but I did send you one time a audio file, um, an email. It starts out, I, I cut my own alarm clock to it so that it starts out with Mickey going, uh, you know, get up one more round. You know, yeah. uh, and then he's like, get up, you son of a bitch, because Mickey loves you. And then my alarm, then the Rocky thought. The, that was fairly right recent. You did yeah. that recently, right? Yeah. 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 So that's Also recut the Rocky Four. Yes. Yeah. I, I want to let's talk about that because yeah. I I did I either watched it or or somebody on another podcast was talking mentioned about it. it. Yes, mentioned and, it. Yeah. And was it the guy? What's his name? Who went to with Derek and went to the mountain? 
What's okay. uh, James James Rolfe? Yeah. yeah, yeah, Ralph. Well, wasn't he the one that maybe he did it? I don't know. Anyways, tell yeah. us about that and how you put it all together. Well, it was funny. I mean, in my in my uh, I in my fantasy world, I'm thinking, do I? I, I like literally when I was typing this, I'm like, do I even want to mention this because Mike has a relationship with Stallone, and what if somehow Stallone hears that some guy took all these years later and recut his director's cut, and he's like, who has the right to touch it? I've waited all these years. <laughs> No, if he but, knew who you were and what Rocky yeah. meant to you, he would yeah. want to see your interpretation of well, his work. He so, would uh, want I know he would want to see it. But yeah, thank you. Well, so essentially it, it was just for it's um, you know, growing up always seeing that movie. There are, you know, there are things that you're just like, well, I, I like, you know, I I'm I what I ultimately wanted to do was have the longest version I possibly could. Yes. So take everything and have it be yeah. so my my cut is roughly an hour and 45 minutes okay gotcha and it's essentially just trying to add in as much like i did add it like the scene you know when he's the training montage the scene when uh in four is gone when he crumbles up the picture yep Um, and so i wanted to add that there were a couple things that i like that i wanted to add back um Mm -hmm. i I always love the original boxing you know coming together so that's you know I i mean it's it's uh rough but it was something that i i mean now it's like when i watch the series I have to watch one, two, three, original four, direct cut four, my four, and five. That's great. That's that a, is great. I've said that all along. I remember when we did the review a long time ago. I I love them both, but right. Adam, I am with you a thousand percent. I would take original Rocky Four, leave it just as it is, and just add in all the new stuff. I don't yeah. care if it made it two and a half hours. Right. There's never too much Rocky that I. Yeah, so like yeah. the ending of mine, I keep the I keep the director's cut um, ending with you know the uh, the Russian Parliament leaving and him walking in the ring, but I took the audio from Hearts on Fire instead of Eye of the Tiger. Oh. Okay, so so there's no is there any way for us to see it? I think if it's Dropbox or something, I, I'm sure there's a way I can send you the video. Did you file. ever upload it on on uh, YouTube or anything? I didn't. I probably could. I, I didn't know about copyright or anything. If that's put it up until it gets okay. taken down, that's what. Yeah, I they'll they'll just take that. it off. You know, they'll okay. boot it off. But right, it'd be interesting. I would yeah. try to see it. Okay. Like that because because you and I have the same philosophy around Rocky Four and the cut, right. so it would be so delicious to see it the way we see it. So right, yeah. interesting. Yeah, love that. Oh my goodness, love this guy. Oh my god, this was so easy. I I feel honored to be. I mean, I listen to you guys every, uh, you know, week. I mean, I was listening to you today when I was at the like part of the gym. Sometimes I do just music, whatever. But I mean, um, it's yeah. I I want to do the tour so bad. I just with try, you know with trying to find time and that. And you know, my wife she. She likes Rocky enough. She humors me, but I feel like if I'm going on a tour, I'm going to be like, okay, I got to take in every second of this. Who would go with me that is going to be like even remotely? <laughs> Just swing down to Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. Pick up Stacy. <laughs> you guys drive up to Philly. Yeah. Drive her back to Tennessee and back up to Michigan. Simple. Right. Right. Yeah. No worries. We'll try. If you're a Rocky, if you're a Rocky fan, you'll do it. Yeah, it will happen. <laughs> No charge for the, the no charge for the tour. It's on me. So oh. we'll drive around. We'll have fun. Right. Oh. Yeah, Adam. If anything ever brought you to Nashville, you'd have to let me know because I'm okay. only 45 minutes from Nashville. That would be that would be so much fun. As a young person, you you love Rocky. 
Mm-hmm. Your peers are, you know, born on the other side of most of the Rockies. Right. Did did you introduce Rocky to friends? Did oh, you have yeah. to explain why you were so crazy about him? Yeah, I mean, you know, a lot, like I said, a lot of people, like I always would, it wouldn't make me mad. It would just, whenever we talk about a lot of people like my age, like, what's your favorite Rocky? Like, four. I'm like, okay, I love them all, but that's not the right answer. <laughs> like, I, like, you can love four just as much as anybody, but I mean, to know the whole character, you really got to get the whole thing. So a lot of times you're like, oh, I like four, but you know, the others, I'm like, okay, like, I mean, I have multiple friends that I'd, okay, we're going to start with one and we're going to watch them through. And I mean, I did, I've turned quite, quite a few people into, not, I want to say super fans. They're not like me where they have like a, you know, the posters up here and that but you know have become fans have bought in the movies um a lot of people don't understand you know what it why it means so much like it's just a you know it's just a movie I'm like well no it's not just a movie it's a whole you know it's a whole way of thinking i mean it's it's kind of like i mean you know you know he's your friend he's your, it's like i mean it just there's so many times it's like that's what you know you think back on like what you said what would rocky do i mean what would be uh you know if you're going through a situation, I can get through this. I just have to, you know, just keep moving forward. I mean, yeah. You think anybody's asking what Jason Bourne would do? No. no. Right. Yeah. No. Hey, I want to show out, show off your uh, man cave here a little bit. Uh, <laughs> got that. Nice. And that. Look and that. All right. Hold, hold there for a second. Stacey. Sure. Let me take a look here. Mm-hmm. Look at the heart stopper. My God. <laughs> Nice. What's that? Oh, DVDs down in the bottom. The Rambo's. Okay, yeah. I yeah. got you. I got you. I got. We got all the Rambo's. Okay, then we got some Rockies. We got Rocky and Apollo. Top shelf. Oh, uh, okay. Top shelf above the Rambo Heartstopper. What do we okay. got going on there? I can't um, see it. So my that's my favorite band, um, Shine Down, and I met okay. them and I caught their drumstick. Which, incidentally, ah, nice. they, they did the song Diamond Eyes for Expendable. Yes, they and did. When I met them, I had to ask. I'm like, "Hey, so uh, did you ever see the director's cut of Expendables? Because they put it on, and the singer is like, oh, yeah.' He's like, he, and he wouldn't tell me what it was. He's like, we've actually kept in contact with Stallone, and he has uh, is interested in for another project. This was in 2019, but he wouldn't. Um, they <laughs> he wouldn't give me any details on what that possibly could oh, be. I gotcha. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. You know what? I loved what you said because that that's perfect what you said about rocky four and we love all the rockies but that's not the whole story you're like that's not the right answer because it's not the whole story the history of from where he began is so critical right to the whole thing that's maybe mike that's probably why you've always been a little bothered when people say that Rocky Four is yeah. their favorite, I think there's many things about Rocky Four that I love, but the history behind him is so rich and so hits the feels, as they say that 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 Rocky Four can't have unless you, you understand the beginning. You, you have a good point there, and for and the thing with me, and I'll make this very brief, is that the fact that if Rocky Four is your favorite. That's the glitzy one. That's the mm-hmm. one where it's two percent body fat, the big mm-hmm. hair, the money, mm-hmm. the nice clothes, all those things. Right. You can love that. That's not the wrong answer. That's fine. But the heart of the character is yeah. 
down on his luck, not a lot to offer people. He's a little insecure until Adrian comes along. The fedora, the streets of Philadelphia, the the silly jokes, skidding across the ice, telling a, a goofy stories. Right. Like you see, this that's me. That's <laughs> my level of social interaction. That's how I like to be. And if you so if you go past that in life, if you go to the Rocky Four level in in your own life, whatever that means, upper middle class, middle class, whatever that is, so be it. Mm-hmm. But the the gravitational pull, the tractor beam is 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 Rocky One. That brings you in and you mm-hmm. see where it began and then you go. And I get people all the time on tours that say, oh, Rocky Four is the one I saw first. Then my dad or my mom told me, right. oh, there's this whole series before. They go back and watch it and then as they grow older and they have life experiences, they go, mm-hmm. ah, Rocky One, Rocky Two, and so on. But again, yeah. I, I just, I really... For years, I was so hard on Rocky Four, and I actually I feel bad about that. But uh, it just I don't know Rocky. Well, I I mean one thing I'll, I just I mean you know there's a lot of movies that have you know the tr- like especially after I mean Rocky started Rocky Four was like I mean you know but after that you got you know movies that I like but Bloodsport, Lionheart, Van Dam, all yeah. these tournament type movies. But I mean do, they don't mean as much to people because. That fight with Drago, if it was just if Rocky Four was the only one and we didn't know the history of it, we I mean, it would just be another action. But to yeah. me, Rocky Four is more meaningful because you've grown with this guy from nothing. Mm-hmm. Agreed. If Rocky Four was just Rocky and that was the only one, it would be, oh, that was a fun action movie. But because of the history, that makes that movie more powerful, I think, yeah. to us as fans. Rocky Four stood on the shoulders of Rocky One, Two, and yeah. Three, and that's why Rocky Four is so wonderful it, and amazing and awesome. It is, it and is. I think that's why Five got such a bad rap is because it leaves you with this huge high, and then you go to the theaters and you're like, wait a minute, now he's not. I mean, so I can, I can, I don't think it's deserved, but I can understand where if somebody who yeah. bought the last image and then they go see it and you're like, wait a minute, he's not the champ anymore. <laughs> Like, but he's happy with family, right? Exactly. Right. So you know, and so that. But I know it, it gets tough. It's a movie, and everybody wants a Cinderella finish. Right. I, I think. I think Rocky Five. What people have to understand: there's a little bit of a return to the early, earlier Rocky that right. you really need to. That's how it hit me at yeah. different periods in my life to prioritize what where are you really spending your energy here. And you got to you got to get real stingy with who you spend your energy on yeah. as well. And that was Rocky's lesson in Rocky Five, and I think it's very valuable. Um, yeah. I don't I don't know how you top Rocky Four with the glitz anyway. Right. <laughs> I mean, when tough. Stallone talks about wrapping the boxing ring post in mylar shiny, so <laughs> it, I mean, you just it does you can't top it in the glitz factor. You, right. You you just you can't so. I, but I, I'm telling Adam, you're just you're on point yeah. on everything you have said here today. It's amazing. I want uh, our audience to go, oh, so I'm going to show off your little ones here. Look at how cutie. <laughs> oh, look cuties, at that. Oh, Love it. Love Cannot it. Not even take how cute these kids are. And then the fedora. Love it. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I got fedora and then he's, yeah. he's not wearing one. <laughs> he's wearing, <laughs> wearing a, my old one. Well, it's because you got to just put the money into a slice shop for door. You got to make sure he's invested. Right. So yeah. Give him the one with training wheels first. Yeah. 
<laughs> your enemy likes it, then you get them. Yeah, then you get them. SSS. Exactly. Right. When were you in? When did you make it to Philadelphia? When so, did this you get was there? a quick. This was. I think this was 2010. It was such a quick trip. We went. We went to DC. We. I only got to go to the steps. I didn't get to go anywhere else. But we were. My. We went to. Um. We went to Philadelphia. We stopped at the museum. At um. It was at uh. They had a body world exhibit. Um. Where they. You oh know, they, yeah. My wife wanted to see that, and then from there we walked down the street to the steps. And you know, I I put on my best version of what I had the costume. I my MP3 player time to to the music, and um yeah. That must have been a bucket list moment for you. It, well, I mean, I was getting shivers just walking down the street. I'm like, okay, this is where he was in Rocky. I mean, it was, I, I mean, I remember just after I got to the top, just standing there looking like, I, 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 I can't believe I'm here. And, you know, the history and everything that, um, that goes with it, it, it was, uh, yeah, it was pretty, I don't, it was kind of like one of the, you, you don't, you kind of didn't realize how much it meant to you in that until afterwards. Cause you're there, you're, you're experiencing, but I almost wish I could, I wish I had like a camera to watch myself experience it. Yes. <laughs> right. That's amazing. Yeah. Stacy, before we let Adam get out of here, what's any, any, any parting thoughts before I ask him uh, two last questions? I, as I, I'm like, I don't know. I get, uh, like I'm emotional listening to you. I just, you know, we talk about, the level of excitement that we have over Rocky and how nobody else understands and you can't share that that level of excitement that fills your chest and your in your whole throat and and that's that's what you have I mean that excitement and and just the richness and the appreciation that you have for Rocky this is why I love this bubble so much because we get to exude that much right. <laughs> you know and so that's what I love because I just I can feel um, the intensity and the emotion and how much it's meant to you and I just oh just loved it just wonderful 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 and it's in your voice and just and sometimes it's even in you know like when you can't find the right word because it's so emotional you can't even come up with the right word or phrase that even that kind of communicates how important it is and I just I loved just watching you explain everything so thank you yeah yeah you're welcome this, uh, I mean yeah I uh like I was thinking about this I I know this isn't the the but I I um I remember you know that not to bring up a sore subject again but you know when when I found out the drama behind Creed 2 and that it was like I almost was like it was such a disheartment because you know when I, when I just went and watched the movie I mean I was like okay there's not enough Rocky in this that was my first thing but I liked mm -hmm. the movie other than, but that was my gripe, you know. But I felt Sloan direct wrote help write it. it it's uh, you know, yep. this he's okay with it. And then he's you in the start, mix, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, he, this is. And then you see that scene come out with the fight with Drago, and then you start hearing these things, and you see the forums, and you're like, I almost wish I didn't know this because yeah. it's putting a damper on something that I'm so passionate about. You know, yeah. I've asked a few people that are key players in the Rocky universe that are steeped and involved and have worked with sly and so on and i've asked them i said you know is it better to know about these things with creed that, that what went on hmm. behind the scenes the negativity and the horrificness and the way sly was treated or is it is it better to just not know what do you think adam what do you what do you think about it hmm. i mean you rather not know or are you glad that you do know the honesty where it's all at right I don't want to give you a, well, this and this kind of answer, but 
I think for the enjoyment of the series and just the pureness of it, I'd almost rather not know. But at the right. same time, I don't think you can be, you can't be as big a fans as we are of this character without being as big a fan of Stallone and his yeah. story and his other movies. So right. I think, and I mean, I know it's like, well, what does he need our, our, but the wanting to support him yeah. and, and let our voice be known with, we're not happy. I think right. it's important that we know because like with, you know, Creed three, I'm not going to support that movie with knowing what I know now. I think it's important that we do, but at the same time for just my wanting to enjoy and for the character and the, that to remain pure, it's, it, it'd be nice not to know, but I think we, I think it's like, uh, an evil, uh, what is it? A, mu- a must. A necessary evil. Yes. Yeah. Necessary, that's the word. Yeah. Right. Adam, you're going through your day. You're not mm-hmm. thinking about Rocky. You're with your family. You're having a nice day out at the park. All of a sudden, you hear Ida Tiger playing. What is the first image in your mind that you see of Rocky when you think of Rocky? Uh, probably the the poster from three where him him just standing there um, mm-hmm. with the belt on. Um and then and then immediately the training montage or not the training montage, but the montage of gotcha. of number three. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Nice. Last question. You are about ready to step into an elevator. You've got 30 <laughs> seconds and Stallone is there. What do you say to him? I know he's heard this a hundred million times, but I would just be, you know, Mr. Stallone, I am I can't tell you the positive impact your character, your writing, your film your has had on my life. It's made me a better person. It's helped me overachieve so, achieve so, everything, so many areas in my life that I just can't let this moment pass without just saying thank you. And I, from the bottom of my heart, I hope you know how much this means to me. This isn't just a, one fan gushing. I just want to say thank you. Thank you. Wow. And hopefully that- I could actually say those words. It might just be... But- <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I cried the first time I met him, okay? Yeah. So it doesn't get any worse than that. It doesn't get any more embarrassing than yeah. crying, okay? So uh, well said, my friend. Adam, I have – you have surpassed my thoughts and hopes on how today was going to go. You have mm. been an extraordinary, amazing guest. I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for taking time away from your family and out of your day to come and be with Stacy and I in our little group, our little Rocky bubble here. Thank mm. you. Thank Thank you. you. Great job. You have a good rest of your day, my friend. You too. And we'll see you next time. Keep Keep punching. Keep punching. Bye, Adam. (laughs) Bye. Bye. The guy rocks. Talk about uh, every, he is the whole package for the Rocky bubble. Total package. The whole package. Checks every box. I mean, this is it's so hard for me at this point because I love every single guest so much, and I mean that I know so sincerely. These these folks have become my friends, literal I my know. friends. I, I, I feel closer to some people in this bubble than than people in my family and people I've right? known my whole life, I know. simply because we get each other from from a different from a heart right deep in the chest thing and and right. he just exudes that he just he oozes that yes, he that rocky spirit and he had to do it from had to, he didn't have a he didn't have, for eight years old second grade little kid i can't even ima- i can't imagine going through that now never mind as a kid and i think it's so important for any young person who or any adult who did go through something yeah to understand where 
that anxiety comes from. It's all that stuff. And it just, it's like, you know, flipping switches, all the stuff you yeah. couldn't control. And now you're facing other medical issues as a, as an adult. And, and, and I know as a nurse, I, I understand yeah. all these things. You're, you're facing a lesser issue than you did as a child. And so the stress of all that comes out over a smaller issue. So yep. working on some of that trauma can help you in the now not to overreact and react appropriately for the situation and not let the past sort of make it even worse than it than it is, yeah, yeah. I guess is my point. But he he's just he's adorable. I just I loved him to death. I what know. a sweetheart. Great guy. Sweetheart. I love them. Love them. Great job, Adam. Well, right. we're almost out of here. You got any plugs? Uh, somebody is going to be on Australia, the Today Show. The Today Show. You How know, about that? Little detail. Yes. Why don't you tell us about that. <laughs> so uh, I got a, a gig tomorrow. So today is Monday. And mm. so we filmed this. We we're a little recording this on Monday. And so tomorrow... Uh, I have to go, uh, which will be Tuesday, uh, which will have already happened by the time you all are seeing this. <laughs> I will be at the Rocky Steps with a whole bunch of people, and we're going to lead a Rocky run up the steps for Australia, the Today Show. And uh, uh, I think it's supposed to premiere Wednesday. So if any of our Australian friends are are following, maybe you can record it and send it to Stacy, or if yep. there's a link on YouTube or somehow. because Andrew. I, Stacey, yeah. Yep. Uh, Andrew Hogue, right? <laughs> Andrew so, Hogue. Yeah, yeah. So maybe somebody could look into that because i don't know how to see it now when i talk to my people tomorrow when i go to do this thing yeah. they'll maybe they'll have a link or something that they can Hopefully. send me they're mm -hmm. very good to me there at the at the the philadelphia conventions bureau so i do a lot of work for them and they they always taking good care of me so uh once i find out more about it i will pass that on but yeah they're going to be doing a live uh taping uh at the rocky steps for uh the today show australia so that's going to yeah. be cool that's good. We will post that as soon as you have that link. I can't I will, wait. I'll download it and we'll we'll post it. I can't wait. My little plug on the way out is the Safard family because I just love this family so much. Here they are. This is Brian Safard, Tiffany, and Addison. And Aww. they go to this. Um, I don't know. I think it's is it a bowling alley and and um okay called yeah, it's a bowling alley, and they have these rocky fact nights or you know, Rocky knowledge nights or whatever. And it's, called, Oh wow. Yeah. It's called the brass tap. It's in prosper, Texas. So anybody around there, it's a fun place. They run these, uh, Rocky contests and they have this cutout right here, which is even more epic. So right. guess if, if you're, if you're watching, but why you got to send us a message or better yet, Brian, send, send us a video response as to why this place chose Rocky in Texas. Yeah. I don't understand the connection. <laughs> I mean, I get it because it's Rocky. Hello, every pub in the world should have this. But <laughs> how did Rocky originate there? Send right. us a video response on that, maybe a minute, minute and a half, explaining if you know it. Okay, I would okay. love to hear that. Right, Stace? Yeah, uh, yeah, that'd be very cool, actually. And then we can send that idea to other. Uh, How did he do? Bowling alleys. Yeah. So he he and his wife took first and second place. Nice. Take that. <laughs> nice, nice. It's like, oh, we have the best people. Not uh, just Rocky fans, but Rocky facts. These this you family. Love these 
I mean, I'm I telling you one more time because they're adorable. They know they're that. Rocky facts. Yeah. Look at them. that. I love it. All got Rocky shirts. I mean, this yep. is fantastic. They're so cute. Amazing. Anyway, Michael, tell me about this book. I got mine this week. <laughs> <laughs> I've got mine. Uh, yeah. So I wrote a little book called Cue the Rocky Music. It kind of delves into why I'm so bizarre and strange <laughs> in a very fun, uh, loving way. So you can check that out at uh, Amazon or Barnes and Noble uh, com. You can find me. Uh, you can watch. You can go to. Amazon Prime, you can go to Peacock Streaming and you can see a little documentary about my life that the great Jimmy Toscano and his team, uh, Danny Janino and the rest of the group put together called The Pretender. And that is me uh, running up the steps for the very first time at 15 years old. Uh, okay. Check that out. You can find me at, of course, the Yo Philly uh, Film Tour, or you can see me over at TikTok at the Yo Philly Film Tour. So check us out. Stacy, where are you at? Awesome. And I had me at Yo on Instagram along with the Rocky Files and on Facebook at the Rocky Files Podcast. Stacy, we have wow. done another awesome. really good service for Rocky fans and the Rocky character. Yes. And we have established that it took a lot of guts for Stallone to wear a rhinestone sequin <laughs> spandex outfit <laughs> in rhinestone. Yeah, that man looks good in anything. Anyway. Well, <laughs> I literally can't argue. Uh, hey, everybody, we will see you next week. Stacy, I'll week. see you next week. And until then, keep, keep punching, punching, everybody. Bye. Bye.